sitting in the throne room, counting skulls, when all of a sudden, the alarm siren startles me. I jump to my feet. I peer out. I see single scout. <laughs> Enemies have underestimated me. I stalk and walk over by the front door. I wait. As soon as my enemy is unsuspecting, I break through the front door. My tiny victim hurled six feet across my front lawn. She hits the ground. I rev gore child. She has fierce look in her eyes. She throws package at me. Says something of thin mince. <laughs> I come to. I answer front door. I buy two boxes of Tagalogs, and I bid her farewell. Talking about <laughs> world eaters, Karn, they gave us some holdover Jesus rules. Christ. Boy, oh boy. Oh my god. Drew, you, you have the white dwarf. You are in control of the I have of the, the white episode. dwarf. You have, the white, you have all the dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you where Sleepy is. <laughs> He's yeah, it, he's comfortable. You know that much. <laughs> so this is actually this is my first white dwarf purchase in a very very long time, and I have to say I I'm impressed with the magazine. Uh, it's a uh, they have hefty. definitely come a long way uh, for sure. Yeah, it's it's I mean uh, there's a lot of shit in here. This issue came with the World Eater supplement. There is a sticker sheet plus uh, additional code for chaos gate you get like an extra weapon skin so fucking yeah, mine that is yours mine. <laughs> you have all you can have all of the stickers and the code uh yeah there was like a, a supplement to for something for uh, i want you to know whenever we get the website up and going uh there is going to be a picture of me and it is going to be covered in the stickers of the gray knights and yes that'll be a waste of those stickers and i don't care <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to be covered in their goodness there you, there. That, sounded strangely, that sounded strangely homoerotic, but I don't care. That's how much I love my great knights. He loves the sticky goodness on his body. Uh, yeah, but, it, uh, you know, pretty cool. I got it because of the World Eater supplement. Uh, Chaos Space Marines, Chaos Knights. I, I have armies for both. Love the idea of more God-specific legions getting their own codex. So anything I could do to just kind of scratch the itch until I have that. Um, yeah, get that all get about that, uh, scratch going, you know. So what's what's funny about the World Eater supplement is it's it, it's literally it's it's like eight pages long. Six of those pages are just straight up like story, but they do some interesting stuff. I love that they like they emphasize that Angron never wanted to join the Empire. He has a disdain for the Emperor because the Emperor basically screwed him out of like dying with his his friends long right. story short doesn't didn't want a legion and then the emperor's like oh what's that in the side of your head oh the the people whose planet you grew up on put cybernetic implants in your brain that make you go lust crazy and just like fuck with your 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 neuro pathways in your brain and, and just make you angry all the time yeah, no, nah, I don't see anything wrong with here. And yeah, join my crusade, because we're going to have better humanity. And then, what does Angron do? He's like, I don't like any of you. You're not my children. Fucking hate you. I'm going to put implants in your brain like I have. Get on that, scientist. <laughs> and they do. 
and then they put butcher's nails, which is what this implant's called. They put the closest approximation that they could get to it because they can't remove them from Angron because it'll kill him. So they're like, do you have any as, an, as a sample? He's like, you got what you got. Like, this is what's in my brain. Scan my head and make it happen or I will kill you so fast. So they do. And then he's like, you're all getting this brain implant, children that I never wanted and I hate. Do it. You're ugly. I hate you. And then the emperor's like, I can't believe you did that. How dare you? Really? Does the fault lie on Angron? Or does the fault lie on yourself, Mr. Emperor <laughs> of Mankind? Right. And essentially, after <coughs> the Siege of Terra collapsed, they all were just like, cheese it. Get up in ships and we gotta, we gotta go, man. We gotta get out of here. And that's what they did. And so now you have all of these different warbands of different sizes, all just killing in the name of, to quote the song, uh, <laughs> in their own way. They, there's a section in here. It's the headhunters of Rorgrax's blood hand. And long story short, like this leader of the this this little warband of world eaters was like, you know, I got so many human skulls. Like I got a lot. And I tried stacking them, I tried juggling them, tried putting them in fun little decorative hats, and I'm <laughs> bored. This isn't working for me. And then he got word of Tyranids, these, like, crazy new alien race that's coming in and just tear assing through the galaxy. A new challenger! <laughs> Basically, yeah. So he's like, full speed ahead, we gotta go into that. So he literally leads his fleet into a high fleet, and... He's literally just harvesting Tyranid skulls now. <laughs> like it talks about how he and his warriors have claimed the skulls of countless millions of gaunt and enormous craniums of of scores of bio titans. So they're just like, look at that weird bulbous ass fucking skull on that son of a bitch. Give it to me now. It's Let me like, ask you this. Let me yes. ask you this. Does it look like a sphincter? <laughs> <laughs> they, they leave those for the emperor's children. <laughs> <laughs> here's the leavens uh yeah so there, there there's fun things like that uh in my experience especially when you get into like some of these really specific factions of chaos space marines a lot of the lore i mean really it, it's it's them versus ultramarines or uh, iron fists or, or something like that so it, it's it's neat to see the world eaters fighting the Tyranids. Like that that mix of of parts of the lore. I, I just like to see that that kind of Venn diagram happen. And and the idea of them just being like skulls or skulls or skulls. They don't have to be human shaped. Look at that thing. I, you know that's the that thing's got a skull the size of a Prius. I want it. It helps break everything up though too. Instead of the same like you said, it's oh it's just always space marines versus space. Now you're like they're expanding it outward and going no like their primary enemy sure is the space marines. They're the good guys or however you want to look at it. Yep. But now there's this other threat and they're just fucking batshit crazy enough to be like fuck it let's go fight the I I'm bored fucking killing these guys over here those look like they'll be fun to kill for a little while so let's do that and it kind of helps bring that all together i do like that yeah it's like all you hear from corn berserkers and karn the betrayer and everything in, in the lore normally is just skulls for the skull throne blood for the blood god and then it's like this guy literally was like yeah but i have so many what else is there like this that longing of like 
there's a skull out there for me. He's looking for the Cinderella slipper of people's skulls. I perfect. I think it's the perfect thing. Uh, hey, Karn, can you uh, can you head down to that planet there and uh, take care of those uh, other space marines? Stop attacking those Tyranids over there. I am not your bootleg. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll get you on a better day. <laughs> It's, it's it's just, it's fun. Like, some of the stuff in here, they talk about their recruitment, and some of the war bands still have access to, like, the different facilities that Space Marine chapters would use to replenish their numbers. So, you know, they, they can still kind of harvest gene seed, and they're a little bit more organized. And then it talks about, like, that's on one side of the spectrum, to where they're still able to get recruits in a way that is somewhat resembles how current uh, chapters are doing it. And then on the other side, you have war bands who like have gone so like they have slipped so far into bloodlust where the thought of replenishing numbers and attrition isn't even a thing that they think about. So they just fight themselves to extinction. And, <laughs> That is also hilarious. You gotta love the, the and, commitment. <laughs> and terrifying, yeah. And then it's like, hey, you guys, we need to... You, we you, should pump the brakes here so we can, yeah. like, replenish... Get him! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what they do. Blood for the blood card! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, like, that, and that's it. <laughs> uh, there, there are other ones. They retain enough presence of mind to seek to replenish their ranks, they often utilize the skills of those who they have collectively become known as berserker surgeons. So, Jesus. something we're going to see in this codex I, is berserker, a corner... I'm sorry, hang on. I'm going to pause you right there because there's a visual image in my mind of... You remember the game Surgeon Simulator? Yeah. That's a berserker sur <laughs> surgeon. <laughs> it's just fucking shit flying all over the place. Fucking tools falling into the chest cavity. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest. But no, like, there literally is going to be World Eaters apothecaries, and they're referred to as berserker surgeons. And all I can imagine is just somebody with a crazed look in their eye with a like a hypodermic needle gauntlet, just, just oh, who needs Botox? Surgery for everybody. You get a lobotomy, and then like them like here you go, yeah, like <laughs> needle for to, you. They go to like he he needs to you know open heart surgery, and then they go to hand him a scalpel, and he throws it away, and he's like, I have the only instruments I need with his bare hands, and then just plunges them into somebody's chest like. What the hell is that? Don't going mind to be? me. I just got to tinker with your ticker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, th there's a lot of really cool stuff in here. Um, they talk about how after, basically at this point in, in their history. So you know, we're talking after like the drop site massacre, the siege on Terra. They've learned they they refer to it as, as heinous practices regarding demonic packs, as well as uh, how to harness. The warp and their grotesque procedures. They're talking about like berserker surgeons and and the way that like they go about <laughs> I'm sorry, creating. I'm not going to be people. able to think of that and not laugh. <laughs> it's going to make so, me giggle every time. Yeah, like they they basically they just these people go around with chaos lords and they create uh, war bands of crazed maniacs. So very excited. They they mention gladiators in here, and I I believe they they almost felt like. <laughs> referencing them as like 
their version of uh, cultists. Like, you basically have to prove yourself in, in combat, which would make sense for them. Do you like gladiator movies, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you, the idea of you having berserker surgeons creating all of these crazed maniac gladiators who will then someday get to inherit the rank of corn berserker or the rank of you know dead and they're just happy with that too like there's mm-hmm. they're good either way it's just like hey hey you know what jim man you were able to just you know gnaw through the throats of seven guardsmen back there and we think you're ready for a promotion so we're gonna go over here and we're gonna just make you into a nine foot tall humanoid monstrosity strap you in a bunch of crazy armor and uh you see this uh you see this x right here listen to that baby purr <laughs> like i i think the world eaters diet if it doesn't consist of body parts from their slain enemies do you remember that uh the uh chocolate from world war ii that the german nazis would eat that was like just straight up laced with like methamphetamine. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's like a they basically uh, what was it Blitzkrieg the book or whatever like yeah the Nazis were on so much meth chocolate that they were able to take like Paris in 24 hours or something crazy <laughs> like that okay. because they didn't stop they were supposed to stop well before Paris but they're like we can do this yeah. Well, because they also were like, eat your chocolate now. That Yes, oh yes, it's more of the chocolate, yes. You like the chocolate? Oh yes, your eyeballs are popping out of your skull because the chocolate's so good. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're like, I don't know what you guys put in this fucking chocolate, chocolate, but I can't stop eating it, man. And I swear to God, every time I take a bite of this chocolate, I think I can hear the grass talking to me. We gotta go, guys. We gotta go. My shoes are filled with blood, but I can't stop eating yeah. the chocolate. I can ignore the pain. <laughs> So, let me ask you this. So, the White Dwarf gives you a little bit of the rule set, too, right? It gives you some, like, specific rules. Yeah. What would you say is the highlight? Like, what's your, like, the thing that's going to get used the most and probably uh, utilize, I I should say utilize the most, not just use the most, but not every rule is uh, a stratagem or anything, but just that. How do you feel that that's going to be, the, what's going to be the most utilized? So I'm happy to see that they have a Legion trait for the Butcher's Nails, which is fantastic because Angron made sure that every one of them sons of bitches got that horrible, horrible treatment. Yeah, explain that if people don't know what we're, what we're talking about. Yeah, and we I kind of brushed over it in the beginning of the episode, but it was like yeah. a... Yeah, it's like a cybernetic implant into your brain that just makes everything make you angry. You just... Yeah. Want to murder, death, kill all the time. And then Corn, the god's kind of like, hey, hey, yeah, I'm going to go tinker with that too. Just going to kind of like send my rage energy at it. And so now at this point, they talk about how when they're not killing and and, and fighting, like they're just sad and, and they hate life. So that's what makes them happy. And the way that they, they represent the butcher's nails in this is whenever a unit that has that trait, which so far there's only two... There's only two units in the supplement. It's Karn the Betrayer and Corn Berserkers. But they both have the Butcher's Nails. And the way that this works is if they charge, if they are charged, they perform a heroic intervention. Then until that fight is resolved, they add one to the attack characteristic of all of the models in their unit. That's so ridiculous. That's so gross. Karn gets six attacks base. Berserkers get five base. And then the Berserker Champion gets six. So you're talking nine corn berserkers plus uh, the berserker champion are going to hit you like 52 times. So plus on top of that, they also have um, the mark of corn, which when they charge, 
are charged or heroic intervention, so these are both do- hitting at the exact same times, they had one of the strength characteristic of their attack. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I, now that I think about it, the Space Marines have like a blanket fucking rule like that. So um, I can't remember what it is, but I remember utilizing it when I play Black Templars every now and then. But they had something similar where it was like, no matter what, if they get attacked or you attack them, it didn't matter. They just got a flat plus one to their attack. And it's nice to see Chaos getting some equal footing ground love. Yeah, no, it's versus, it's awesome. Versus what the space marines because space marines always get everything. They just fucking get whatever they. What do you guys want? This is a this is a fucking genie bottle that you just keep rubbing and rubbing and rubbing, and we just keep popping out genies, just popping out more genies with more wishes. What do you guys want? So it's <laughs> nice to know that chaos. They said this is going to be the year of chaos. I think they actually said that last year, but then you know COVID absolutely fucked everything up for them. <laughs> but yeah, go Nurgle. He showed I was them. Gonna say, I mean, in a way, they they were still right. <laughs> they were still one right. One specific god. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I think it's nice to. I I just wanted to make sure I noted that. That it is nice to see them finally giving some attention to chaos in a way that is meaningful and not just aesthetic. Because chaos always gets aesthetically pleasing models. They always get aesthetically pleasing rules that are kind of like surface level. Oh, that's kind of neat. This is effective on a game level, game-changing level. You can move a fucking group of Zerkers in a Rhino, or not in a Rhino, but in a Land Raider with fucking Karn. Drive that bitch to the center of the field of battle where the most action is happening and just unload them and watch them just decimate in the middle of the battlefield. Oh, absolutely. As soon as they're free and clear for shooting, they're gonna get ripped apart because they're going to be a target numero uno. But what I'm saying is like, they will get their point value back and then some easily. And it's nice to see that happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, well, and it, it's, it's thematic. It fits with what you've read about them in the Horus Heresy books and, and the different novels. I mean, they talk about once the nails take over, it, they like kind of black out and Karn was always like the, and uh, Betrayer was the name of the Horus Heresy book that focused on Angron's fall and or becoming a demon prince. And through the book, you're, you're, taking uh karn's perspective and like he's always the last one to succumb to the nails he's always trying to kind of guide his his fellow world eaters and and, no 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 no. you know we don't need a charge right now we should be moving over here and then even he succumbs to the nails but like he talks about seeing just a wave of world eaters like running up against a blockade and throwing themselves at it and they're just getting cut in half and mowed down by like machine gun fire until they wave after wave of world eater until they they gunk up the machine gun parts you know it's like <laughs> is that brannigan approach yeah like literally i just sent wave after wave of my own men to their deaths <laughs> i knew the kill bots had a preset kill limit and so they are absolutely devastating when charging and when being charged the hero heroically interve- intervening as well it makes you obviously want to get them into melee as soon as you can. And there are, I mean, right there alone, you're talking an extra attack on, on the charge and being charged, an extra strength. Base corn berserkers will be strength six, six attacks, and then they also get plus one to the armor penetration if they have a chaos icon in that group. And so you're talking about their chain blades, which are AP2, one damage, but they're going to have enough attacks. That won't matter. Those things are going to be AP minus three. Plus, they have a stratagem that lets you uh, Wild Fury 
and you basically can pick a world leader's unit. Once they've been selected to fight, you pop the this command point, Wild Fury. And then, then un, until the end of the phase, each time a model in that unit attacks, you can improve the armor penetration by one again. So you can make them AP4, which, you know, you have a... <laughs> you got a they commander and a tank. Force. Yeah. We're just gonna we're just gonna carve your uh, your tank open like a can of sardines and pluck your your warlord out of it. <laughs> Come with us. We we want to we want to talk to you about blood for the blood guy. <laughs> Sign up now and get a limited edition skull. <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> One of the right there. You see that spot on the mantle place? That's where you're gonna go. You live with me now. <laughs> One of the stratagems. It's called Stoke the Nails. And the little descriptor is aggression stimulators implanted into the brains of the world eaters drive them into uncontrollable rages. So, again, butcher's nails. You're you're basically just making them kind of go into overdrive. Use the stratagem at the start of the fight phase. Select one world eater's core unit from your army until the end of the phase. They are considered to be engaged in wanton slaughter, which is something from the new chaos book, which is basically. Chaos Space Marines, each battle, are going to start in Wanton Destruction, which will give them, each time a model in this unit makes an attack with a heavy, heavy, rapid fire, or grenade weapon, an unmodified roll of six scores one additional hit. That's where that's where all Chaos Marines will start, in Wanton, wanton Destruction. So it's going to boost their longer range and heavier weapons. Then they'll go into Wanton Massacre, which does the same thing except for its... Attacks with rapid fire, assault, and pistol weapons. Uh, unmodified to hit roll of six, you score an additional hit. This is talking about wanton slaughter, which is the third and and onward. And what that does is each time a model in this unit makes an attack with an assault, pistol, or melee weapon, an unmodified hit roll of six scores an additional hit. So you have exploding hits on sixes if you use Stoke the Nails. So, and it's one command point ago. So not only, oh, and it also adds one to the strength characteristic of all models in that unit. So my Corn Berserkers are now, if if I were to use that, are hitting you on the charge, or when they're charged, hitting you at strength seven. Yeah, they're going to get targeted heavily so, when they hit the field. Yeah, those 52-ish attacks... I'm going to roll some sixes, <laughs> and then I'll probably pick those up, and who knows, you might roll some more. Like, it's it's just, it's absolutely cuckoo bananas how many attacks they're going to get. Uh, Karn, the Betrayer, still living up to his name. At the end of your movement phase, if there are any other friendly units within three inches of Karn, roll 1d6. On a 2+, select one of those units, that unit suffers two mortal wounds. So he's he's still at his old shenanigans. <laughs> Oh, so they, they've actually added a mortal. So he still will kill an, a friendly outright. Though. Oh, yeah. Two mortal wounds. So he'll either kill a single berserker or some cultists. I will be probably packing him with some cultists nearby so, <laughs> so that he can just, you know, it's kind of like... Well, point a, for point, you don't want to lose a zerker versus a cultist. It's just easier to lose a cultist. Yeah, you know, Karn is just riding in the back seat, and, and that's the that's the Game Boy that I'm throwing him. That pack of cultists. <laughs> you chew him up real nice and fine, I don't <laughs> care. They're just riding in silence, like, just terrified if they say even a slightest word that he'll fucking murder him in the truck. And there's, like, they get out of the truck, like, yeah, that wasn't a bad... That's it. <laughs> that guy got killed immediately. 
Cart Cart had enough of his exuberance. Let's go, my lord. Let's go. <laughs> he chose me. He chose me. <laughs> Meanwhile, the one cultist that makes it into like the entire time running with him is like, always a bridesmaid, never a bride, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, eternal disappointment. <laughs> I also to go back real quick to the to the uh the fucking berserker berserker surgeons yeah but the berserker surgeons the idea of like when when they were first introduced to uh angron and angron's like you see this in my head yeah duplicate it put it in everybody else's they were just like well, all right well can we examine it and then they're like oh no that'll kill you okay uh so we're just gonna kind of wing it. Like I just like the idea of like nowadays these berserker surgeons just being so fucking insane that they're just like hammering actual nails in people's heads now. <laughs> yeah, that's what do it. <laughs> uh, we tried. We tried real nails. We tried deck nails. We tried the screws. <laughs> None of it working. Railroad spikes. Railroad spike went really bad though. <laughs> One guy put a Lincoln log up a dude's nose. <laughs> he was real pissed. You're not happy. <laughs> we just we just revved him up though and sent him off into battle and he killed like thirty fucking guys, so whatever. <laughs> I don't know it if it works. was so much the Lincoln log, but you know, he just had a lot of heart in him. It was good. He was he was ready to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so two stratagems also that I wanted to talk about. One of them is Scorn of Sorcery. So obviously Corn is the god of of blood melee and and skulls, melee brutality. combat. Uh he hates magic. What this does, for one command point, if a psychic past has been tested for an enemy psyker, and it's after you've like attempted any deny the witch attempts or anything like that, if that enemy psyker unit is within 24 inches of any world uh, world eaters units from your army, you roll a d6. On a 4+, plus, that psychic power is just outright denied. Jeez. So, they got Ooh. a 50-50 chance to just say no. <laughs> I God don't damn. believe in magic. And then your psyker just kind of goes, oh, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but look at my eyes they're blue and it's crackling with energy does that do anything I got this velvet pouch here full of magic stones and they give me energy it's like no I'm gonna murder you now okay I guess well I hate playing with you take guys take my ball I'm going home <laughs> yeah. this is stupid you always say take always... my library book and I'm going home I said lightning bolt I hit you with the tennis ball and you always say that it's not gonna happen this is stupid you keep telling me about class 4 Bosnian armor <laughs> They got a cool helmet relic. You want to hear about it? <laughs> I do. I do want to hear about it. So you know it, why? Because it's powerful and I love it. <laughs> so it, it adds two to the strength characteristic, whoever whoever the bearer is. But it also, in that character's charge phase, if you are eligible to charge and are within eight inches of an enemy unit, you must declare a charge with it. <laughs> I fucking Whoa, it. We're going for it. <laughs> eight, eight inches. <laughs> you now. <laughs> You, me, 20 seconds. I just, I love, it, it kind of reminds me of like the Darth Vader effect in Star Wars where they're like, the rebels are on the run and we could, we could destroy the entire rebellion in one, with one foul swoop if we just keep going forward. And he's like, you know, but yeah, but Kenobi, I gotta get, I gotta get Kenobi. I gotta do it. He cut my legs off. <laughs> you know, like, it's just that the idea of like, sir, like I would love for it to be like, I don't know. Give me, give me a unit like a Jakaro weapon smith, just like a like a simple, like a single like space orangutan in a tree, 
and he's just like, hey, inches, I gotta kill him. I gotta kill that little techno ape. And then they're like, sir, no, but like the enemy commander's right there. They're just, they're only two more inches away. Like we should do that. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> relax. Let's, let's, and, and then you just hear him scream across from the battlefield. I got you for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I literally downloaded that as you were talking because I'm like, oh, I'm going to get that because that's exactly what I'm thinking of. I, I just love it because it, it, it makes them, in, in my opinion, how a world eater should be really good at mushing something up in melee, but also a little unpredictable. You never really know where they're going to go. In that case, car or corn and, and the nails have taken them and they're, they're bum rushing whoever. Uh, also, the... Chain Axe Gorefather is able to be selected as a as an upgraded weapon for a model. Oh my god. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's got an ability, each time an attack is made with this weapon, subtract one from the attack's hit roll, and on an unmodified wound roll of six, the target suffers three mortal wounds. Jesus. So... Why not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and look, as much as it pains me to go, well, that would suck to be on the receiving end for, I'm all for the powerhouse books. I really am anymore. Because, again, I love the idea of it. I love it. Let me be on the receiving end of that. I don't care. I don't care if I get my ship pushed in by this army until they figure out a balance to bring other armies up to it. I'm okay with that. Because what it's going to do is it's going to drive people to want to play that army. Mm. And that's, to me, that's that's worth it. So Banner of Rage is another upgrade upgraded relic you can get. It's for a priest model only. That gives every world leader's unit within six inches of that model an additional attack. So, I mean, you can be ramping these guys up to be hitting, like, 60-something attacks per 10-man at strength 7, AP 4, or AP 3. I mean, they're, they're going to just run through your... It's like when, you, when you're at, like, a, like a high, high school football game and you see the, the football team run through the paper mache banner that the cheerleaders <laughs> yeah. are holding and then they run through it. Like that's your army. Except they're also running through the cheerleaders. Exactly. That's this. They're just run like that's them running through their army, and before they know it, they they stop and then they like look around, and every they're just you know they're walking on like a what a bloody chunked viscera <laughs> carpet. A shag carpeting for the corn. <laughs> that's right. That's where the enemy went. You know, I blacked out back there for like a good <laughs> forty five minutes and. You know, Shane, I, I saw you just rip a man's head off of his shoulders. I mean, he, he, I know this is a little boring. We had to kind of mix it up, right? I mean, that back dude over there, he killed somebody with a spoon because why not? Like, that's going to be them. They're just, they're, they're bored killing at this point. I just like the idea of, like, you talking to him, like, yeah, you, like, totally took a guy's head off. Like, hey, man, like, I feel like I got something on my head here. Can you, can you get that for me? And he just, like, reaches up and grabs, like, the guy's eyes and, like, peels them off and goes, oh, yeah, it's, those are eyes. <laughs> I don't know where those came from. <laughs> Isn't that just the silliest thing? <laughs> it's the bee's knees, I tell you. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited for the, for the new models, too. I know you were going to ask me questions, and I think I did, I've, I've just... You've covered them. You've non-stop rambled this entire time. <laughs> we, had, we each had our moment. <laughs> One of the details that they talk about in this codex, or this supplement, is at this point in time, the world eaters they're consumed with combat and obviously that's all they think about but that also bleeds into pun intended their their maintenance of their equipment and their armor in that they don't care to they don't do it 
So they talk about their their armor being like pocked, marked with bolter dents and uh, gashes from chain blades and, and power swords. So I would love to see the updated corn berserker models that we're going to get reflect that where you know they are just these beastly horrifying metal monstrosities coming at you and i want to see that, that kind of battle damage uh, you, you know show on on their models i think that that's just really going to help the, the current corn berserkers are really old and they just kind of look a little goofy they look like a little stubby red like man i'm gonna get you blah, blah, blah. like they i don't know i feel like they should have like a voice like a munchkin from uh, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, because they have like the little stubby, like, I don't know. If you look at them, I mean, they just look, they're, they're helmets. I'm going to take you down to the lollipop guild. Yeah. Fuck you up. I got a skull helmet. Ah, thank you, skulls. <laughs> like, they just... I recently turned them into like weird gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> we went from Wizard of Oz uh, little people to gangsters, like, for no reason. <laughs> It's an evolving show. Should have come around here, see? Yeah. yeah. Spaceship Fly now, huh? Anus, is that you? <laughs> don't even don't even say the number eight, see? <laughs> Hate it. <laughs> Gonna make me real mad. Uh, um geez. but yeah, like I would I would like that that's a detail that I never really thought about. You know, the in the Horace Heresy books, you, they show the degradation mentally of, you know, they don't some of the, some of the Marines would start to not really eat. They would spend all their time in world eaters would have like fight pits where they were honing their martial prowess. You know, oh, Shane's over there and he, he just keeps wanting to, you know, he's not eating, man. It was, it was taco Tuesday. All you can eat, you know, the full spread. And he was over in that fight pit all day. What's up with that? Man never missed a chance to get his taquito on there's a lot of that kind of stuff in the Horace Heresy novels. And so to take that to the nth degree now where it's like, they just, they completely don't care. It's combat or it's nothing. And towards the end of the Harris, like Horace Heresy books, those gladiator, the gladiator fight pits started to get a little bit more violent than they were before, where instead of it being like, you fight to first blood, it's like, Oh shit. Did his head come off? Oops. Well, that means I win, though, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good, right? Is that bingo? <laughs> I did good, boss, right? <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think we should just leave it at that. I think we've ramped, we both uh, have equally gone on our tangents. <laughs> but, you know, there is something that we did miss, and I, I feel foolish for not doing it. Uh, but, Drew, what the fuck is your invulnerable save for today? Because it's, I'm not going to lie, been a rough week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I got my car back yeah. from the shop. Yay! There we go. It, it was <laughs> something. It was a good two months of it being just at the repair shop. So or they're like, "Yeah, we'll get that part when it gets in." And literally, it's what the guy said. I was like, "Oh man, like what's what's gonna Been take there. so long?" And he's like, "It's not that it's gonna take forever to do it." He's like, "I just don't have the parts." He's like, "I can try to fit other car parts on your vehicle and, and count call it a day if you want, but." I was like, well, no, let's not do that. So, okay, you just you have a good day. You just let me know when it's ready. So, and it's thematic because my car is red. So there you go. That's... It all works. It all works. <laughs> it all comes together. Now I'm going to drive it at 80 miles an hour and, and, and claim some skulls for the car. <laughs> for corn. 
and, and also never yield to uh, police or ambulance vehicles ever again because apparently other people are not paying enough attention. <laughs> I demand a berserker surgeon. You find them. If there was a doctor recently who is succumbed to rabies, you bring him in. Shane, what do you got? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a minute here because I do feel bad, but I also feel good. Uh, we have not <laughs> given proper props to our fucking music guys, Astralborn. They recorded that shit for us a long time ago when we were in the infancy of figuring all this out. And I am just eternally grateful for that music that they cut for us. Back when our show was going to be a different type of show. <laughs> if it wasn't for the music, I don't think this show would ever have gotten anywhere. That music kept us motivated to do something with it. We're like, no, we have to keep going. So, guys, if you're listening to this, uh, thank you. And if you are a listener and you like that music and you think that intro music is up your alley, the name of the band, Astralborn, Eternity's End is their album. You go check them out. Play them on loop on Spotify. Get them all the little pennies they can get from Spotify because we all know how Spotify just does not pay anything. So Put your phone on silent. Click yep. play while you sleep at that- night. Let that shit just go. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) And pray to God that somebody doesn't turn your silence off because that will wake you right the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) That'll pull you right out of there. You may may grab your pants, but you'll be awake. So there you go. So, Drew, so after our our invones and uh, everything, I just have the the final question for you. Since we're talking corn, Mm -hmm. and corn's He's enormous, right? He is large beyond our comprehension as a chaos god, yes? Yeah, I mean, I and, went to the grocery store the other day and there was some big corn there. And and <laughs> and his his number is eight. Yes. So, does he only have like an eight-inch penis, you think? I mean, I feel like he would demand it that way. <laughs> He'd have to, right? But it's eight inches in all directions. <laughs> so it's like a basketball. <laughs> why he's angry i can't do anything with this thing (laughs) like i like the thing too like these 10 foot tall space marines they're all like gifted with just an eight inch dick and that's just what they've got but no just like yep but yeah but don't don't space marines not have peepees isn't that like part of the war i don't think so look let me live in my weird fantasy right now (laughs) i'm gonna gonna google this i'm about to be (laughs) It's about to, about to be a weird uh, Google search history. Oh, hang on. It's good call. Let's go incognito. Incognito. Uh, do space <laughs> marines have peepees? Oh, this is how we're ending the episode. I can't be happier with it. Um. Okay, let's see. Okay, so I got some weird shit here. Can, can space marines and custodes feel attraction? Do loyal space marines have sex? There is some weird erotic 40k <laughs> fiction going on. You're, you're about to go down a rabbit hole you do not want to be a part of. This just says, do space marines have extra organs? I mean, they got like a, like seven hearts and a, a bunch of kidneys. Even if they have sexual desires, they cannot procreate. So what does that mean? Uh, me, It doesn't mean they don't have dicks. It just means that maybe they're shooting blanks so they can't create more children. They still have the same emotional, passionate, attraction etc and feelings of the opposite sex like any like any human male 
but have a better control from their training and reprogramming like they do with fear. So they're just like super able to just be like, no, we we shouldn't. Anyways, we, we finished it up with Corn has a basketball dick. So congratulations. <laughs> That's the show. <laughs> now this person's talking about them making super babies. This is getting weird. <laughs> All right, we're ending it. That's it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>